0: folks it is friday eve thursday night for those who like to keep track of the days of week and it is episode 160 as we get into some more tbl talk and some people may like it some people might say hey it's overdone but either way because obviously we like to talk about the phillies and the eagles as well eagles of course now are going to be on the road out to arizona and the entire gang from philly sports trips are all loaded up And they are already airborne in Arizona, and I'm pretty sure that's going to be a party for days until the game starts. So, Eagles, right now, 4-0, going to Arizona. We'll see what happens over the weekend. Of course, that game time will be at 425 on Sunday. But tonight, we are talking to Prescott Mack, the owner, team market owner of Coastal Georgia Buccaneers. He is with us here tonight and still the owner of the dallas skyline and yes we know here in philadelphia just like in tampa a lot of people the work dallas they don't like unless it's dallas goddard so that's about the only dallas except around here but everyone you know in texas that listens to us of course in dallas and in houston uh you guys are probably gonna miss your team but they will be back so it's gonna be good to see what's gonna happen when he runs two teams simultaneously and it's gonna be great to see because will they compete against one another Unless they move into the same division, who knows? Or they end up realigning the division. So it'll be a lot of fun to talk to Prescott tonight. Of course, Dylan is joining me as he takes his night off from the Buccaneers. Yes, the other Buccaneers, the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. So he's with me tonight, and we're hoping to have here a lot of fun. We thank everyone from tuning in once again here stateside, from overseas, South America, and beyond. We appreciate everyone tuning in. So with that being said. Let us get the show underway here. I am Angel. Welcome to Broad Street South, episode one hundred and sixty. Usually at this point, I always say, "You know, introduced in Mike Fuji here," but Mike is taking some time off uh, to make sure he gets himself. In a good situation because he's doing so many different things in his own personal life that he's trying to balance a lot of great things that he's doing and make sure he has enough time to paint and roof and do all kinds of stuff, and then he'll be back with us. So thankfully, with my luck tonight, I have the young Dylan Spaulding, the Tampa correspondent, the Tampa Mini Fuji. Reporter. Listen, you're not mini Fuji. Let's, let's, <laughs> let's knock that one off. You're not mini Fuji. We've talked about this before. You're not mini Fuji, but.
1: I'm a good representative. I'm a, I'm, a, I'm, a, I, I'm good for the effort of Fuji, if you will. But uh, okay. the the Toronto Blue Jay, the Buccaneer. Yeah, all the names that you have known and love. Angel, tonight's be fun. We got Prescott Mack, the owner of the, or the CMO, I should say, of the uh, Coastal georgia buccaneers excited to get to talk to him tonight uh the tbl season a lot of exciting stuff We've a few new canadian teams as well coming mm-hmm. into the league so a lot of exciting stuff happening here in the uh, tbl hey maybe there'll be an nbl c and tbl merger here in the future with a lot of the canadian teams that have been participating against these tbls teams we'll see but a lot of exciting stuff happening here especially in the southern division which as you mentioned is going to be a very tough division this upcoming season
0: it is. It's going to be extremely tough. And and speaking about being tough, we're going to bring in the man himself, Prescott Mack, joining us here live on the show. And Prescott, first of all, thank you for joining us. And And as I was talking about prematurely here upon the introduction, the only Dallas acceptable around here would be your Dallas skyline, because as you know, being from Texas, not too, you know, fine between the Eagles and the Cowboys. But as you explained to us, you're an avid Cowboys fan, but that's okay because tonight we'll just do a pass on that one. You'll be an Eagles fan just just for the evening. Prescott, how are you?
2: Yeah. I'm good. I'm good. You know, you, you get a pass there because y'all are undefeated. The only team in the NFL undefeated right now. So we'll we'll let that slide. But <laughs> but yeah, I, I'm definitely a um Dallas native and um happy to be here. Happy, you know to uh, be be talking to you guys
0: today thank you listen i appreciate it and, and it's uh the big thing is with the tb i was telling was just mentioned right now it's to me it's it's great to see at, at in the market where they are right now um earlier there was a a tweet night um make sure i, I at least the first thing i remember is brian he was talking about jacqueline being the owner first asian female owner of the seattle Super uh, superhawks and he was saying how you know how exciting it is that you're having and, to have not only a female, but to have an Asian female be able to, to own a team and be a part of you know, this community with a TBL, because that's exactly what it is. It's a huge community, and in, and there's so many different people and so many different elements, so many different ethnicities that have all combined to make the TBL what it is today. And I, you know, that's thanks in part to obviously Evelyn and David for believing in everyone as much as they believe in, in them as well to be able to do that. I mean, you even have a team right there in Georgia this year they're going to be their first NFT team ever where basically anyone and everyone can be part ownership. So, you know, that's going to be exciting to see what what's going to happen there, but more exciting for you guys, because as you know, the young Dylan here is a young Buccaneer. And and by the way, in case you don't know, I didn't mention this before the show started, Dylan's about 15 years old. He's trying to get up to 21. Oh right now he's, he's 15 years old. <laughs> Uh, but now he he does the best he possibly can. But how did you end up first of all coming up with the name the Coastal Georgia Buccaneers, and then why the move?
2: Uh, so with Dallas, um, and I, I've been a, in, around the league since its inception. Um, so I I love David and Evelyn, um, to death. Like they they're like family to me. Um, and I I just been around the league. I wasn't necessarily an owner in the league, but just been around, a strong supporter. By trade, I'm a sports agent, so. Um, I made my relationship with David by, um, when he was the commissioner of MBL Canada, and I was trying to connect with him to get my players to play in Canada. So, um, moving from when I got the opportunity to get Dallas, we had a lot of success in Dallas and moving from Dallas to Georgia was, um, a marital thing. So my, my wife is from this area from South Georgia. And so, um, we decided, you know, once we got married, that we were going to move closer to her home and and closer to her family and um I would still be able to go back and forth and so that's what we did and then when I when we made the decision to move you know I got the go ahead from the league to um start a second team and and you know with the success we had in Dallas it was it was this market was kind of thirsty for it and so you know if I can duplicate what I was able to do in Dallas um, in a big city, I could I could definitely have some success in the small area of McIntosh County, Georgia.
0: No, and I know exactly where DeKalb County is. So, where's McIntosh in relation to DeKalb County?
2: Yeah, McIntosh is so uh, a lot of people know about um, Ahmad Arbery and his um, you know tragic passing. He's in Brunswick, Georgia, which is Glenn County. The neighboring county to to Glynn is um, McIntosh. So we are about an hour north of Jacksonville, Florida, and okay. an hour south of Savannah, Georgia. So we're right on the coast, right in the middle um, of those two main cities, um, south South coastal Georgia, southeast Georgia, so Florida, Georgia line, and a uh, uh, nice, beautiful, exciting area. Just thirsty for some sports. <laughs>
0: All well, right, Ben. Now well, listen. Now you just mentioned the Florida Georgia line, right? So any any connection that maybe you can get them to come perform at least one time. <laughs>
2: I wish. That's that's one of my favorite country artists. So I wish.
0: Very <laughs> good. And they, you figure what's uh, man? What am? Why am I at lost for words here? The um, Nelly. They they've made yeah. two. They're coming up on their third one, I believe. The third single they're going to connect with them. Both of them have been really good, and I think Nelly's had a lot of fun with them because obviously Nelly, oh, you yeah. know it as everybody knows he's country as well, even though at times he says he does, he's not, but everybody knows that he has a Georgia line. I mean, it, it's a great, great band. I, I will agree. I mean, yeah. it, they do a yeah. phenomenal shows. I mean, they got great sound. So maybe, I don't know, Dylan, Dylan might have a connection. Maybe he I was about to say, country.
1: I've actually seen uh Florida Georgia line and Nelly in concert. It was one of the best concerts I've ever been to like really? hands down, which is pretty crazy yeah. to think about, but it was awesome because they're just like the different, you know, Acts that you get, you know, you get Nelly, who's a you know rapping and hip hop and mm-hmm. such and then you get you know Florida Georgia Line, who you know is kind of a mainstream country music uh artist and, yep. and band, and it was a fantastic concert. So I recommend if if you ever get to see a chance to see both of them in concert, it was really awesome.
2: Yeah, for sure, for sure, definitely, definitely looking for you. Sound like the plug, so I'm gonna be reaching out to you. <laughs>
1: yeah, I'll try. <laughs> I, I have some connections. I have some connections. So. <laughs>
0: Yeah, but it, we, Of course, like everything else, we like to have fun here on, on, on the show. And, and it, it's good to see, Obviously, with, with being three years out in Dallas and, and now, again, this switch that you have to go over to Georgia, what can you bring? You know, other than the, the obvious success that you have in Dallas, mm-hmm. what can you bring from there, from being in a, in a community out there in Dallas, which is obviously, it's a bigger city, so you're talking about a much bigger community, to now a smaller community yeah. to where you are. So what, what can you bring from that Dallas experience over to Georgia?
2: yeah so um it's 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 different levels to to what we can bring obviously um just on a league level i feel um biasly we were in one of the strongest divisions in the league in dallas so competition that that i saw on a nightly basis in in texas is going to be totally different than i think
1: nope. he'll come back i think we lost him for a minute
0: yeah yeah but he'll come back it's it just sometimes it happens when, when was, the internet gets I was
1: I was gonna say Angel real quick. He kind of sure. was mentioning about the central division. you know, the central division has really been a strong division the last couple of years. We've seen even guys who have came out of that division who go on to play in the G League. So yeah. you know, I'm I'm I, I kind of I'm I'm guessing that's where he was going in terms of you know, talk about how strong this central division has been the last couple of years. Uh, you know, we've seen a lot of great talent come out of this division and go off to the G League or go off to play in, in overseas. So, you know the, the the central division has been very tough. And obviously you see a lot of it, former NBA players who are mm-hmm. owning teams in the central division in terms of, you know, Steve franchise Francis over there in uh, Houston, you got Beaumont, Texas with Kendrick Perkins. So, you know the the basketball, the level of basketball there is is definitely at a high, especially when you got guys like that who are leading the charge up or there in the central division. I mean, they, you know,
0: people are going to come
1: to play for a basketball team that's owned by Kendrick Perkins and other teams in the central. So,
0: oh yeah, uh, but you wonder, Dylan, too. Like you're you're bringing up a a, a a great point when it comes down to it. You know, it it it'd be nice to see if if more owners if more owners end up. Uh, coming forward as far as like from from the NBA level because it mm-hmm. seems like to me it's, I mean, it's a great transitional league, I will yeah. say, because you're you're just a notch under. And I, I know when, uh, as soon as we get Prescott back, he had talked about on one of his, on the local news, he was mm-hmm. describing how the league is. You know, you have obviously like Major League Baseball, AAA, AA, so the TBL yep. would be that AA. And, and the Central Division, you're absolutely right because it's one of the tougher ones. And I know the Northeast is trying to get there, but now you're adding teams yep. Out west, and yeah. so n- now you get to see. You know, we'll get to see what what happens with, with the Seattle Superhawks You know, so yep. we'll we'll take a the look. What about your Bighorns? Yep, the, there's going to be another one. So it's going to be it. It's going to be interesting to see how these teams are able to put all these other teams together mm-hmm. and their players. And and I know the combines are coming. Detroit this weekend. Yeah, uh, has a big combine. So Kalamazoo was a new one that that was also entered into the league. So it's. I mean, for me, if I'm a player. In, in whether if I made it into college and I and I couldn't yep. get to that next level, I think I would still look at the TBL because the TBL yep. gets a lot of talent scouts. And I don't think a lot of people realize that mm-hmm. there's a lot of scouts that come to the games and we've seen them ourselves down there in Tampa. Yeah.
1: yeah and, and I think another thing is you got a to one or two angel is, is, How much more is the league going to expand outside of the United States? I mean, you look at it, you know, they've had this great connection with the NBLC, which they have a great all-star game, which is, I I love that they have an all-star game. Like, I love that they have an all-star weekend. They play the NBLC all-stars versus the TBL all-stars. I think it's awesome. I think the NBA or other leagues should do that. I know every league can't do that. Like the NFL, there's really no competition they could go up against. But like the NHL could easily go up against the AHL all-stars, and it looks like, um, Maybe oh, Prescott. Maybe it looks like he joined. Yeah, he's in again. back. Um,
2: hey, sorry about that. I don't. I I was talking and then I realized I'm, <laughs> I'm I'm actually watching the show to my right and I realized like I hey, I'm not on the screen anymore.
0: What happened? <laughs> <laughs> That's alright. But you if you want to continue, Prescott, what you were saying?
2: Yeah. Where, where did I leave off? I don't, I don't even know where I
0: left. You were talking off. about the
1: uh, Central Division, and how it's been kind of a tough division and such.
2: Yeah. So, uh, you know, we have the teams in the south that are coming in the central, the central Florida force um, mm-hmm. looks like they're gearing up to be really competitive. Um, Gulf Coast has always been a decent team. Um, the new Georgia Soul is is a great organization. And you mentioned um, the Atlanta Empire, ATL Empire, um, that is going to be the new uh, NFT owned team. And so they're and they they were competitive their their first season. Um, they took a season off in 2022. So I, I just plan on raising the level, raising the level, bringing guys um, that that I'm used to having. You know, Central Division had some of the best big men in the league. So, you know, everything's bigger in Texas. So bringing the <laughs> bringing, you know, the big man play, great guards, um, raising the level of competition. But then also yeah. on the other end is um, there's I'm in an area where there's not a lot for kids to do and so with our new practice facility that we're that we're um gearing up to open up we want to you know be a pillar to that community whether that be things that they can do after school i'm used to things in dallas to where there's easy access i'm in a big city like there's every day you can get into a gym every day you can find something constructive to do in dallas and here there's not as many of those opportunities so i plan on kind of casting that net out and and reeling in as many Um, lives as we can to make sure that we can impact them through basketball
1: i was gonna say prescott you know one thing big thing here is you know obviously you know basketball is such a become such a a big sport especially you know across the world and and, in the globe and you know we especially at these big you know markets and obviously in dallas you got the dallas mavericks and and you know a lot of people obviously support them and such uh you know you being able to be a part of this kind of smaller community here in coastal Georgia with this team and, and get really getting a chance to, uh, you know, allow the the fans and allow the community to, to be able to get to know these players and get to know them yeah. and, and, and get to learn about them and, and get to follow them throughout their career. It must be exciting because you have these kids, as you mentioned that, They'll end up looking up to some of these players and and get to follow their career and and get to learn from these guys as well, even as well in in the local community, which I think is amazing. And I I think, you know, is something that, you know, I think the NBA does a very good job with. And I I do think a lot of players, you know, interact with community. But I I think that gives you guys a fantastic opportunity, especially in like a small town like that, to be able to to, you know, get back to the community and, and, you know, kind of maybe be role models, if you will, to some of the younger generation who are wanting to be getting into basketball.
2: Yeah. I mean, it's, it's, you can touch us and yeah. like the, you, our guys, it's, it's tough to get to Trey young. You know what I mean? It's mm-hmm. tough to get to, uh, to Cole Anthony. You know what I mean? So it, they, a principal can call me and say, Hey Prescott, can you send one of your players here to eat lunch with, with so-and-so they've been getting bullied all week and my the star player from the Buccaneers can go in eat lunch with this kid and and all of a sudden he's the coolest kid in the school. So like we can literally change lives with how we can you know attach ourselves and and be able to be accessible to these kids
0: that's a great point you just bring up right there because it's true. I mean, you, you know, it, as as times are changing so much and we see everything that's going on in our society, what, what used to be normal seems to be backwards now. Normal is not good. Good is not normal. It, it's just, it's completely crazy. But you're absolutely right because if you guys get involved in the local schools and everybody knows, even if you have your own children, there's, you know, kids look up to other people as well. It's just because, you know, they have mom and dad in the house. Sometimes you don't have mom and dad, but you look up to somebody. It, it could be grandmas are, are have always been the top of the list. It seems like with everybody. My grandmother, absolute her to death. Thank God she's still alive at 92 years old. She's feisty. She's still good. You know, that's the only thing. She's losing her, her sight a little bit, you know, but she's very feisty. But she was because they're they're always that pillar because they're the ones that tell you know why your mom is the way she is is because of me and then there's other times if my mom didn't do something the way she wanted it says yeah i don't know where she came from she i must have adopted (laughs) her like years ago but that's the fun part about it because then you get to you know get adjusted to the family and your friends when they come over sometimes like you go to somebody's house and somebody might say something like just you know it might be normal to them but you come into the house like, is, is that the kind of conversation you had around here? Until you still get acclimated to like, oh, okay. So they kind of see things on, on a different side. So it's good to see that you're you're with your team, that you're able to be at least to have one of your players go out there and talk to them. Even if it's in a schoolyard or you guys just pop up in, in, in a school all together. That's the best part because it does involve being involved in the community. And the community in return would like that, you know, hopefully will come out and, and enjoy the game as well because then, it's reciprocal. You guys go out, you take care of the folks, you take care of you. And in, in return, they come out here and, and see exactly what, what the team is all about. So that that's a, an excellent point and doing doing a job by you as well, by, by bringing that up as far as when it comes to kids and role models. But when, when you're now being in, in Georgia, you know, the weather, it, it could flip a little bit compared to, to where you are, and especially you're down there on the coastal line. So we know that anytime nor'easters come around it happens to come around that area and make its way up North but as far as outdoor activities, when it came to you guys being in Dallas and, and it, I don't know how much you'll be able to do during the offseason because I know guys live in different areas and sometimes they come from from different parts of the world. Do you guys get to do a lot of activities prior to the season starting outside or do you mostly focus upon the inside of the building if you're bringing the community in?
2: You mean in Dallas or here?
0: In Dallas. In Dallas, uh, in
2: Dallas we do a lot outside. We, I'm, uh, we've done fall festivals every year, um, where we're outside. We've, we do, um, trunk or treats we've done, uh, what do you call it? Um, toys for tots, um, okay. every, every Christmas during the off season. So th- those are the main things we try to hit during the off season and everything else. We, we kind of wait until all the guys get there. Um, they're in the spring. And then when it comes to spring, um, we, we will do a lot, well we pretty much do a lot inside. We will do a lot of camps, we'll do a lot of clinics. We will we will uh, go to other teams like with this year. We actually, and it it was, it was pretty sad because um, we connected with this other select team that was it was a lower lower income area. Um, it was a group of guys that were or a group of kids that were in a select team and we went to their games, We went to their practices literally made their season. It, they were they loved having us around. Um, but and it was a good thing that we were around because we offered some extra support because one of the kids ended up passing away um, oh, wow. at the end of our season. And but we were there to kind of put our hands around them. Um, you know, our guys were there to mentor them. And it was it was it was a sad situation, but it's it comforting knowing that we um made that impact on them. They were able to lean on us. Um, we were ba- we're a basketball team. They're a basketball team, and you know, obviously we're pros and they're kids. But like it was just it was great to have our guys make that connection with them enough that they were there to you know console when they needed to and, and you know be be there as a blessing. So we do a, to answer the question. We do some things outside during the off season um we haven't had m- many things besides like golf tournaments um out out uh, outside during the season we we keep the guys kind of off their feet but we will go into schools um we'll go into and matter of fact 2021 um under the tutelage of Angela Weather she's the first black woman to be a head coach of a male professional basketball team so Dallas Skyline made history in 2021 she did a lot outside with with the guys and so um, we would have, and we, we focused on more than just basketball players. Cause we would have dancers, uh, kid dancers. Like our gym was full of little girls that were on dance teams because they performed during our games. And so we would go to dance studios and do yoga with kids. Like it, it was always exciting. So, um, it, it just kind of depends on the year. And I kind of let our head coach kind of drive that type of thing because, you know, it's his guys, his, you know, or her guys, and they, they drive, they, they figure out what their why is. And we also like to be in the community based off of what our team, our players are interested in as, as far as like what their why is. So if we have two to three players that have moms that um, have breast cancer, they may be more prone to, to um, supporting, Organizations that are dealing with breast cancer, so we'll gear our community stuff towards that. Or we may have guys that um, came from single parents, and so we'll we'll do community things like that. We we were um, on the verge of starting a program called King's Academy, where we were we had a lot of guys that were um, that grew up didn't grow up around men, so we were going to do King's Academy, where every week we were teaching young men how to change a tire, change oil, um, do an etiquette class like just different everyday things that you would typically learn from your father or grandfather that, you know, unfortunately there's a lot of um, kids out there that don't grow up with their fathers and and moms Mm -hmm. have to step up and and be both. And, you know, a lot of times they can't teach them everything. So we want to come in and fill that void. And so it just depends on our guys. Um, We don't want our guys out there doing it like it's a job. We want you to serve because you want to serve. And so- we try to figure out what that why is for our, our players and then, or our coaches and, and we f- go serve in that, in that way.
0: That's huge because it's, you, you need, listen, to to be a mentor and, and to be a positive mentor, It, it that's huge. Especially when you, you're absolutely right. When you don't have both sets of parents, you know, sometimes dad passed away for, you know, unfortunate circumstances. It could be at work. There just could be a, a safety tragic work the way it ends up happening. And then, and, you know, in reality, Sometimes the parents just can't get along, and they just figure out. You know what? We're, it's better if we just go ahead and you know make our ways, but still take care of the child as much as you can and be in their life as much as you can. So it's good to know that you guys are are more involved in that aspect because sometimes you'll have teams, and I'm not even talking about the TBL. I'm talking about you know in in, in other aspects where they can they can attempt to do as much as you guys are doing, but sometimes it just comes down to time. And obviously if the guys are, are, are within the area, it makes it a lot harder. I know for like the Eagles organization, for example, even though it's in the NFL, they try to do the same thing. They, there are a lot of community involvement with the kids. That's their first priority more than anything else. That's the big one. So it's And I think it's vitally important for a lot of teams to look that way to make sure that, hey, you know, the, the kids are the ones that are going to be coming up behind us. And if we can be that role model for them and show them, you know, you don't have to stay in a particular neighborhood. You don't have to stay in a particular area. You don't have to worry about someone making fun of you all the time because you can succeed if you want to succeed. That's the big thing. So it's, it's good to see that. And then, and and you touched on real briefly, the one thing I do like about the TBL as well, there's more black ownership I think out of any major sport anywhere. And it's nice because Again, when, when you take out, and, and just being real, when you take out the stereotype of everything, when people say, well, you know, you can't do it because you're this, or you can't do it because of that. No, you do it because this is what you want to do. You achieve a goal, you set a goal for yourself, and here's where you want to achieve it, and this is where you want to be. So it's nice that the TBL does have black ownership and that it can yeah. you guys can feed off of one another meaning that you see that one has success and the other one might be right. lagging a little bit behind where all you guys as a family can all talk and say listen this is what you might be oh, missing yeah. you got that one little skill that you're missing so it, it's good to hear a lot of things you're saying tonight i would say it's very impressive because it's good to hear everything in all the involvement you guys have how you end up looking at for yourself within your own community, especially being in Dallas. And now just bringing that over to Georgia, I think, I mean, that's going to play huge in the community that you're in.
2: Yeah. Yeah. You hit it right on the head as far as um, our ownership, like our, our league is 95% black in in players. So our ownership is also almost 95% black. And then our, our league is actually black owned. Um, and, And we do support each other a lot, no matter who you are, like it, we have several female owners, which is, I'm a, I'm a self-proclaimed feminist. So I love it. Um, uh, one of our best owners in the league, Jamestown Jackals is, is a young, young lady named Kayla, um, Crosby. And she's, she's one of the, the literally the best organizations in the league. Um, the most consistent organization in the league. And, um, and we do support each other. We talk literally every day. We're actually doing a joint, um, tryout with, Jamestown Jackals coming up on uh, next weekend so giving you know instead of just having one team tryout we wanted to make sure that we provided for these guys this this tryout an extra set of contracts right so now more players can get invited to training camp off of this one tryout so we we do a lot I, I literally just got off the phone with uh Nisha Wright who owns the Georgia Soul a few hours ago because I have a sponsor that she probably can piggyback off of and get the same sponsor in her area. It's it's it has to be that way because if she folds, if if the Georgia Soul folds and they're on my schedule, they affect me. If the Central Florida Force um like have any issues with travel or anything happen, it affects me and and the and vice versa. So we have to support each other. Um, the league is amazing with that. I mean, I came into this league as an owner at 28 years old, a black man, 28 years old. And so the fact that I've gotten so much grace from, from the league and they've supported me to get to this point where I kind of know what I'm doing is Mm -hmm. amazing. I wouldn't have gotten to this point if they wouldn't have given me a chance at 28. Um, and, and that's another, that's another ministry that I have to kids is like, Hey, basketball is my life. Literally, <laughs> it pays every bill that I have. Um, And I'm, a, I'm an agent. I own these teams and all of that. It pays every bill I have. And I've traveled all over the world with this ball, but I don't play. So you don't have to necessarily dribble the ball to make it your life. Right. and So you can use your brain with this. Like you can literally do anything you want. Any industry. That's what's what's amazing about sports is any industry that you want to be in you can use this ball to be in that if you want to be a doctor guess what you can be a doctor for basketball players if you want to be a lawyer you can be a sports agent if you want to be a photographer you can do sports photography like it it's my my mission is to make sure that kids know that we especially black kids you don't have to dribble or rap and you can still be in the music industry and in the sports industry but you don't have to beat the entertainment you can literally be the person behind the scenes and and the one that's using their brain that had that has the education and still make basketball your life I, i'm around a, a child's game um every day of my life and i get to use this child's game to do big boy things and i'm i love it
1: i was gonna say that's well said right there because i, I was actually gonna say something similar as well to that because That's what's so great about the TBL is it's given so many people so many great opportunities to, you know, get into the sport of basketball that, you know, it's very difficult to obviously work for these NBA teams and these G League teams and such. And what's amazing is, is, you know, you can work. For a pro basketball team in your area and it's five minutes down the road and you get the chance to live out your dream and it doesn't matter what your background is. What you're, and I think that's incredible what this league has given the opportunity beyond just the players itself and the head coaches and all that. Mm-hmm. But for the people who are working behind the scenes, as you mentioned, I, I think it's really, issue. it's yeah. it's truly, uh, truly beautiful, a beautiful thing to see.
0: It is. And you're right, Dylan. Both of you guys are right, Prescott, because it's the same way. It's it's nice. I don't think that's where I think a lot of people end up getting the, the TBL kind of misconstrued because it, every day when they put out a message out there, I, I I try to make sure that people understand it's about an opportunity. They give you the opportunity and you say yourself, Prescott, you guys all help one another. And that's what builds that community you know, even just taking the outside community itself, the inner community that you guys end up having to make sure that no one falls or, you know, talk to each other, like what's going on. That's the best thing ever because you don't, you, you don't ever want to see someone fail. Nobody right. male, female, it doesn't matter. You don't want to see them fail because you want to see how much potential they have and what can they do and in the same way. If there's a key that you have, that you, you know, you can share with someone. That's the best thing. I, you know, I've been to jobs before when you ask somebody, say, "Hey, you know, all right, so I kind of you know, kind of crafted this area here. What else can I learn? Oh, I'm not going to teach you that. Well, why not? No, because then you end up taking my job. Well, if you look right. at it, it should be that you're training me to be as good as you. And then, you know, let's just say if there is an opening somewhere, they'll say, well, who'd you learn that from? Well, I learned it from Fred. He told me, you know, what to do over there. Now Fred gets the move, the position, because he trained me and everything that he knows. So if people would understand that concept a little bit more, I think we would see a lot more success in this world. It's just that it, you know, sometimes can you be selfish? All right. If it's a favorite food or something, I'm like, oh, listen, and, and, and I'm out with the friends <laughs> and everything else. And, and this cheesesteak is really good. So I don't think I'm going to, I'm be yeah. selfish for a minute. That's different. But when you're talking about when you can make a business, just like you said, at 28 years old, to be able to own your own business and to be able to do what you do, even as a sports agent, which I'm pretty sure that that had to be extremely tough, because I'm going to get that to, to that in a minute. But I'm pretty sure just getting to that level to where you are it had to be extremely tough because it's the willpower. It comes from you from Prescott. Like I, I set my goal. Here's where I want to be. Here's what I want to do. And and I'm pretty sure you're not done yet. As far as all the life accomplishments that you want to end up doing, but as a sports agent and I, I'm going to bug you probably after the show, because my cousin, her son is trying to get into, into sports agency. But as I told her to tell him, he's, he's a good kid, but very shy. And I yeah. remember when in high school, still to this day, I always say all the time, I'm a nerd. And the one thing that I probably end up missing out was like all my friends would talk to the girls and it was real easy. Well, you give me a keypad, I'll show you what to do. But to talk to a girl, right. I didn't know because it wasn't, that wasn't for me at the time. For me, it was like hanging with my friends and having fun and enjoying it. But it took me a while to finally start knowing like, okay, you have to speak to people, to network with people. And make sure right. that just because you speak to them, it doesn't mean you want a relationship You know, in that manner. You just want a relationship where you guys can talk and, and figure out, OK, who's your friend here and what does that person do? So yeah. going into into sports agency, which, again, it's not the easiest thing in the world, because there's times where you have to put your own emotions, your own feelings and everything else to the side, because, you know, you have to be better than that next person because they're looking to be better than you what was the decision for you to, to go into that market? And then how tough is it to just maintain yourself, you know, with everyone else?
2: Yeah. Um, it's, it's crazy because, um, I started that young too. So I, I knew kind of early on that playing the game wasn't going to be my bread and butter. So I, I, you know, everybody has, every young black kid has the dream of getting to the NBA and, that dream stayed alive up until i was probably about 16 and then i realized like oh okay well um i'm not growing <laughs> i'm 510 i'm not growing anymore <laughs> um it's it's you know i'm not the best athlete out there i don't have the biggest authors so i'm gonna pursue college basketball because i know i can get there i'm gonna pursue college basketball at least my education i'll get paid for and then i you know i had amazing players around me i'm from dallas texas so i played with NBA players that are there now, uh, Marcus Smart, um, uh, the list goes on. Like I, Reeves, I I've, I've played with and been around a bunch of guys from, from Dallas that have been in that are in the NBA, um, and have been in the NBA. So I, um, I, I decided like, Hey, I'm going to pursue being an agent. Instead, I, I want to represent my, I had three dream jobs. It was basketball, being a lawyer and being in advertising. Um, as a kid, like every sitcom, the most the businessman was an advertising agent, right? So I, I wanted to be in advertising, be a lawyer um, and be around sports. So when you put all that together, it's a sports agent. So I decided that that was what I was gonna pursue at as, as 16. And then I have a little cousin that um, played at Texas Tech and he was really good in high school. So I was like, hey, you know, you're gonna go pro and I'm gonna be your agent. I'm two years older than you. I'm gonna go ahead and go play college ball. I'm gonna graduate two years before you. You're gonna do your thing in college. By the time you're done, I will be two years into the agent game and then I'll come in, represent you once you're a senior and then um, you know, you're know, you you're gonna go to the NBA. Well, it didn't quite work out that way, but we both did what we were supposed to do. He's in Romania right now, playing professional basketball oh, wow. um, on his, on his a year two of his, of a, a second year deal, um, and I'm a sports agent. So we we both did exactly what we set out to do. It didn't work out like, it, the step by step like how we wanted it to. But he finished school in five years instead of four. I, I and I ended up getting him um, his first you know professional job, and and you know the rest is kind of history. So I I knew early on what I was gonna do it is very difficult so i've been in this game for 10 years i i came i became an agent at 21 and still don't have my first nba player still like i'm still grinding it's still like a constant like i'm still probably a low to mid-level agent i'm still not at the top of the game i'm not rich paul i'm not um bill duffy i'm, I'm not these guys um but i you know i make a living i i got i have tons of connections overseas i still have to you know grind every single day Um, and it is cutthroat. You're going to, you're going to get to the point where you, um, feel like, oh, I got me one. Like I got one. We're, we're good. This one's going to lead to the next one. And this one's going to lead to the next one. Mm -hmm. Um, and then all of a sudden you may, you may get a player that you think is kind of your middle ticket. And then it get he can get snatched or she can get snatched right under you. Um, so it's, it's very cutthroat. It's very Jerry Maguire. (laughs) <laughs> you know so um <laughs> so i but i love it uh, you know there's nothing i would change about it like it, it is a constant grind like i said i've been able to travel all over the world um doing this and i i kind of i, I identify as a sports agent even though like i may have more success being a team owner i have made more, more success you know training kids or being a coach or whatever but i Anybody that asks me like, what do you do? Well, I'm a sports agent. And you know, that's kind of my bread and butter, what I love to do and what I, I hope to die doing.
1: Hey, Prescott, real quick question for you. Again, you obviously continuing off your sports agency career that you've had so far. Um, has owning the two teams, obviously I know coastal uh Georgia just started, so maybe not so much coastal, but has owning Dallas allowed you to kind of grow that sports agency career for you? Is that are you allowed to actually Get to work with the players in terms of like getting a chance to work as their agent. Is that even possible? Because I know yeah. I know there's some rules and stuff, obviously. But I, yeah. I just I, I wanted to ask in that sense, of realm has it uh, has that helped you at all in terms, of, you know, getting more
2: clients and getting more more players to join on. It, I wouldn't necessarily say that it's the and there's no rules. It's the wild wild west in the TV. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I can imagine. But, uh, <laughs> but I definitely have helped players get jobs i don't necessarily mm-hmm. become their age i did try that okay. and it just doesn't work because what happens when you have to cut your own client it's yeah. just it's tough um and so i've tried that but i do help my guys get whatever they they choose to do after this um and and you know i try to put them in positions if they want want it to go and a lot of times I have gotten to the point where my players that play for me in the TBL wouldn't necessarily be players that I would represent because Mm -hmm. they're still on the come up, right? They're not ready for me to represent them yet. But um, what it does do, just like your your nephew, Angel, or isn't your nephew or? My cousin? um, Yeah. Your cousin, just -hmm. like your cousin, I had a hard time learning how to network and learning how to like just having that kind of complex of going to people saying hey i'm a sports agent and you know them automatically like yeah you're an agent like you know what i mean so people agents are the the devil you know so um uh-huh. being being the team owner has given me opportunity to reach other connections and okay. network better because now i can say i own dallas skyline to get my yeah. foot in the door yep. and then um you know i can talk about representation and being an agent, you know, once I make that connection. So it definitely has helped um, you know, me advance my career because mm-hmm. I have something more to offer. Like going, like for instance, going to NBA Summer League. If I go to NBA Summer League, I can wear like Dallas Skyline gear and people know who I am. Yeah. And then, you know, then we now I can talk to some people. Now I can, mm-hmm. now I got I'm getting connected to this person, getting connected to this person. But when I was, you know, as a, as a low level agent, if I wear my, my agency logo in a t-shirt, they don't know who that is. They don't know yeah. what that is. Yeah. And they're like, Hey, I'm Prescott Mag. I'm an agent. Like, well, who do you represent? And then all of a sudden it's like, you know, conversation's over. So gotcha, gotcha. Um, it definitely has helped me for sure. Mm-hmm.
0: Well, that's, I mean, again, it, it, that's good because you, you do bring up a great point. It, it's funny if you're an owner somewhere you know, people tend to, to acknowledge you a lot more than, like you said, of just coming in there as as an agent. And with my cousin, the, the, the same thing. He's He can be, like, outgoing when he wants to. But when it's when it's something like when you tell them uh, you have to pursue it, we you know I started this network over three years ago, and it and it's been steadily growing. I mean we've we've grown now to where we're in in forty markets in the United States. We're in eighteen countries overseas. So you know and and that's just me you know being persistent, knowing that where I want to yeah, be, where right. I want to go. And, 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 I'm still not done yet. You know, at the age of, of 52, 25 for most people, because, you know, I, I put a here in front of me and think if I, if I see myself reverse it'd be 25 instead of 52. But, uh, you know, the, the big thing is that you, you never stop. I, I will. That's one of my big beliefs when people say, oh, you're too old. Okay. If that's what you think. For me, it's, you know, I'm always going to continue to find what's going to be my next niche. You know, what, what, how can I make myself better? How can I make the product better? And then networking with, with different people, you get, you know, you get bits and pieces of, of what they've done and they may not give you like, I'm not saying a secret, but they may not tell you exactly, listen, if you do one, two, three, that's exactly how it's going to work. It worked for me. It may not work for you, but here's, you know, a step that you might be able to use and so, you know, it's a lot of great points that you that you make because it is it's it's the toughest thing to approach people and tell them that here's what you want to do, especially when it comes to sponsors, because if you become established, then they tend to open up the door a little bit more when you're brand spanking new and you tell them, hey, here's what I'm doing. Yeah, that's OK. That's nice. Uh, all right. Yeah. Uh, Just leave your business card there and then I'll talk to you a little bit later on. So the moves that you're making and everything you've done with Dallas, I I really hope that continues that same success in Georgia for you because now putting together a a brand-new team, and and like you said, you're going up to the Combine, how tough is it going to be to – and I'm not saying make the same identical roster you had in Dallas, but how tough is it when you guys go to the Combine and you might have – because you only have so many roster spots. What happens if you have that one guy that you feel personally – could be that next, you know, NBA level type, but you gotta make the key decision. Like I, I could get this, you know, player A, but player B shows me a little more tenacity than what player A does. Oh, nope. maybe may have cut out and he'll end up coming back.
1: I was going to say, I don't know if I can answer this one,
0: Angel. <laughs> well. <laughs> I'll, I'll make sure the next time i'll give you the, the easier question but no i mean but it, you know Dillian, a lot of things he's talking about a lot of good points that he's made yeah. especially you when know, yeah. it comes you know your community talking about you know the involvement to make sure that no one ever you know falls that's the yeah. big thing because none of us ever want to see it i don't care who you are and if you do there might be like an issue with with that person like because if you can't make it you can at least give it your best shot yep. and if there's always someone you'd hope at least to be able to go out there and just say, Hey, look, you know, I'm, I'm trying to give it my all. For some reason, things didn't work out the way I wanted to, you know, let's see what's going to happen next. So, I mean, he, he makes a lot, a lot of great points as far as like everything he's talked about within the last 40 minutes is, it's just, it's been phenomenal.
1: Yeah. Yeah. He's said a lot of great stuff and a lot of things that I've really liked. And, uh, and again, as you mentioned, again, one of the great things about the TBL is, is, uh, uh, just giving everybody an opportunity. And, you know, obviously this year, especially with Tampa Titans, Angel, we saw, you know, we had a guy who played for USF, played for a D1 program. We've had guys who, you know, don't play for D1 programs. They played for D2, D3, you know, NJCAA programs. So it's cool to see.
0: Hey, Pricecast back
2: man sorry about that oh, okay. internet it's hard to come by these days uh-huh.
0: <laughs> no it's all right now Dylan and I was just talking about you know that it's been very impressive the last 40 minutes of what of what you've talked about and and it's not Prescott the, the big difference between I will say someone like yourself versus someone who gets paid to be on stage and say certain things to make people feel good what you've said so far and within this podcast today is, I mean, you're hitting like every single point, as far as again, the kids, mm-hmm. the businesses, you know, what you've done yourself, you know, what you look for as far as your players. And I, we'll get back to that in a second, but everything you've said so far, it's been really inspiring. So thank you once again for coming on taking the time for coming home with us, but you know, it's just keep doing you and keep being that role model to a lot of people because you may be affecting a lot more lives that you don't even know about.
2: Yeah. Yeah. I appreciate it. And I, I, just from being in the league um as long as i have a a platform like this that you're that you're providing for us we didn't have this four years ago we didn't have like it was there weren't any anyone in communications that were really trying to cover the league and really like what you do on twitter getting our message out we didn't have that and so i i appreciate like anytime i can do anything like this it's always i'm always willing because um you don't know how much this helps us. You know, we, we have to, being a, a TBL is still, mm-hmm. we have to do as owners, we have to do a lot of educating our market on what this is. And even our our target, our our audience, we have to educate them on what's really going on. And the fact that you get it, and that you, you're pro- providing this platform for us to come in and really explain and kind of we, a lot of times we may get a bad rap about certain things. And, and you like if people really knew Dang!
0: Did I get? Nope. There you go.
2: There back. you go. <laughs> Jesus. Um, yeah. The picture, the went, away, really the picture went away. The picture went away, you we can
1: still hear it.
2: Yeah, and people really knew what.
0: Uh... He'll come back. I can see the signal just slightly <laughs> coming back. It Happened again. Yeah. the The picture went yeah, away. We are... I... That oh. <laughs> yeah, fresh oh, boy. Back.
1: um but yeah i mean angel and i think kind of piggybacking off what prescott said another thing that's exciting too about this league is you know you look at it and you think oh there's 40 something teams this league hasn't been ha- had to have been around for a while this league has only been around for five years people don't right. forget about it. it's been around for five to six years the amount of growth and the amount of like educating as as prescott has mentioned you know people don't know much about this league still, you know, and and it's crazy to think about, even though how big it's grown already, people still don't know a lot about this league. So a chance for, for these guys to be able to, you know, get on this platform, obviously. And I've had the fortunate chance to work with you, Angel. And uh, it's, it's, it is truly a pleasure because, you know, that's the way to, you know, get the, the team out there. And, you know, for people to realize, oh, I, you know, you never know. People might be watching from coastal Georgia tonight here on the show and people right. might be saying, hey, you know, I didn't know we had a basketball team. Maybe we'll try to check them out and support the team here soon. So it's definitely uh, it's exciting stuff happening in the TBL.
0: It is. It's definitely exciting. We got Prescott back again. But Prescott, let's, again, thank you for, for, for the words. I, I do appreciate it. And that's the reason why that's why I, I honestly is the reason why I'm doing it, because I, I want people to, to hear the stories from the ownerships from the TBL, because, again, you know, I there was a message I want to say, like, back in March. And I attribute it to someone who probably had a bad personal experience with their team because it was a player, it wasn't even an owner. And they 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 wanted to tarnish the TBL name. And so what I did was I, I said, Hey, can you just send me a DM? And then I explained to them, you know, before you you throw shade at somebody, have you figured out where the problem came from? It may not have been from the TBL. Maybe your ownership didn't have what they needed per se to make sure what you know end up coming back again. But sometimes the ownership, you know, they may not have all the keys or they may not know something, you know, they, they may have not asked Evelyn or David or someone like yourself to, Hey, uh, Prescott, I, I, I had this situation, you know, I don't know how to deal with it. How do you, have you ever come across it and what can end up happening? So that's why I, I, I like to reach out to these teams again. So everyone can talk about their market, what they want to do. And, and even with you guys, I mean, I figured between when actually the other night um, with Sterling and then, with uh the charlotte uh purple jackets with fabulous Stingers, i mean everybody has all these different stories in between and it's interesting to see how like how you guys all got started hearing about the involvement within the community uh, with anthony bleak he moved from connecticut which he's down in charlotte now and and he even talked about the experience when he was up in the new england area compared to being now in the carolinas which would be his first season but it, this is what it's all about because it's connecting the community and and I treat everyone here the same way as family because that's the only way we're going to continue to grow whether it's this league whether it's our own our own means or our own teams whatever we end up doing it's it's how you build a network that's the big thing and, right. you know so again kudos to you because you're doing you're doing the right things and I'm pretty sure a lot of people want to get to hear this replay when they watch it, whether it being on our website or hearing the audio download of it, which will be after the the evening's over here on the replay, they'll get to hear the message that you put out there. And I I think that's going to be really, really important because people need to hear more positive momentum today than anything negative because it's so easy to get into that negative spiral. And so it's a good thing that you continue to do what you're doing. And I hope for you and your wife, the success you guys want to have in this team, I, I just hope it continues and grows as much as it did in Dallas. But to kind of get back to where we were with the, with the players, if when yeah. it comes down to having that key player, what would be it? And, and again, if you know, you have a guy on, on that NBA cusp level, but you know, this one just has that little more potential. What, yeah. what would be like the deciding factor for you, for example, not saying that you've had that experience right now, but if you had an, a, an elevation to that level, what would be the right. deciding factor for yourself?
2: It's, it's funny you asked that because I, I literally just had a meeting with our head coach and our, our head coach is a is a rookie head coach. And so we were kind of going over like how we're going to scout, especially when we get to the draft combine. Right. Um, and I, I told him, you know, there's three factors and talent is actually the third factor. It's, it's the it's the last thing that we look at. So First, you know, it's it's a need. We gotta fit a puzzle piece. So if we know like, okay, I need a point guard or I need a shooting guard, I need a three and D guy, I need him be, I need a six, seven, you know, slasher type thing, or I need a big or whatever. So first we're gonna look at the need. And then once we like let's say we have five six, 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 seven threes that that are perfect for us that fit our puzzle piece. Then it's about like location, like, okay, do we wanna house them?
0: Oh, just when he gets to the good part, it, it I'm to say we're gonna.
1: We, yeah, i okay,
2: say a, we're uh, gonna have a. Uh, oh, did it oh. go? Did it go away again? Yeah, but it, yeah, it it oh.
0: it's, it's almost like Prescott. Yeah, it re, It's when it refresh. So Seems like when the internet refreshes, it'll end up coming back. But it'll it'll back. end up coming back because we're getting to the meat and yeah, potatoes of the, oh. the question. Yeah, oh.
1: he's I was gonna say we're gonna have a we're gonna have a cliffhanger there.
0: <laughs> no, he'll, he'll end up coming back it's just no, it's, yeah, tough, man. it's just listen we we rely upon our internet companies to try and do the best they possibly can and sometimes it all yeah, depends truthfully right. where the area where you live at as well sometimes sure. you know it it just it, it is the magic of the internet that we have to rely upon so i once working for an internet company I know how frustrating it can be when you walk into somebody's house. Like, so are you going to be the one to fix my problem? Uh, I hope so. As long as you don't kill me, I'll try to do the best I possibly can. But it's equipment. Yeah, It's tough. The summertime. So for those, as we wait for Prescott to come back in the summertime and Dylan, in case you know this one either, if you have. Hey, Prescott comes back again. I was just schooling Dylan here a little bit when it comes to, to the internet. So I used to work for Comcast years ago. Yeah, and when yeah. your line extenders and your amplifiers start going bad, you'll have like mix-up and things like that. And that's probably what you're experiencing. Even though it may not come per se from your house, it's probably just coming down the line towards your house. Yeah, we
2: had the that hurricane. I, my internet's been going in and out since the hurricane. So, And I do have, I have Xfinity, so Comcast. So it's, Comcast, yep okay it's frustrating but hopefully hopefully i'm good I, I um switched up again my internet so hopefully it doesn't go out but right. try to wrap this up so um second thing would be like housing and location and and you know making sure that that they can have an impact um the third thing would be then do we think like which one's better which as as talented so You know we they're there we feel like we can house them or they're they're local then then we look at talent and um my wife on the other hand you know she when it comes to that's that's inviting them to training camp but then to make that final roster my wife is really big on character so you know we have a saying um you know we've had it in dallas like whether i wear that jersey or you wear that jersey we're going to sell the same amount of tickets (laughs) so it doesn't matter like we, we players don't really sell tickets in this league and so that's not why you're here you're here for yourself you're here to get your stats your film make you some money and get and go right i don't want you to play here multiple years i want you to get what you need to get out of this and go right i need you to um help me sell tickets right i need you to help me get there through tickets not And so we're trying to build an audience, right? So we're trying to build a, t- a market and fans. And so part of that is what we do in the community. It's, it, mm-hmm. it comes like full circle. So if, if we have a guy that we don't feel is going to be able to um, go into a school and handle themselves accordingly, then they can't play for us. If, if I can't take a guy to a chamber of commerce meeting and you know they they hold themselves, um, you know, to a good standard. Then I, it's it's gonna be tough for me to sign them because I need you to do more than just play basketball. Um, you know, the, the the hours that you're actually on the court is like barely a, a part time job. Right. What you're here to come do is like change lives and and change your life at the same time because you just never know how. When you're impacting somebody else's life, how yours can change as well. So, um, my wife, the the final decision of making the team will just be character. She interviewed, she'll interview each player, and once they like you know if they're good to go, they pass the test from the boss lady. Then, you know that then we start worrying about basketball.
0: I like it. So that's good. Well, uh, we're hey, wrapping up the show here. In okay. case you need, I'm sorry. Go ahead, Dylan.
1: Uh yeah, I actually have one more question, Prescott. I've been actually I've been I wanted to say this in our last episode that we had to one to one of our CMOs that we had on the show, but uh, I'll ask you this. You know, you've been obviously been with the league since the beginning or since the early inceptions of the league, and and you've seen this league grow to greater heights. And I think you know a lot of people could have ever imagined have thought of this league growing too. Right. But um, you know, women's basketball is a big thing. You know the WNBA has grown to become a big thing. Could you see a women's version of the TBL possibly, or you know maybe it doesn't grow as quick as the regular TBL does? But do you yeah. see possibly in the future? Because again, the 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 main goal it feels like for the TBL is to be able to give opportunity, and obviously, as it says in the the main title of the of the TBL, it's a, where the spirit of the game lives. Do you see right. possibly in the down the road? a women's version of the TBL, because I think that would be very awesome to have a women's version of the TBL. And it would show really the amount of opportunities that this league has given to everybody around the country and, and really around the globe.
2: Yeah, there there's talks we've, there's been, it's been mentioned. Um, the mention is as far as it's gone (laughs) because um there's other leagues out there there are Mm -hmm. there are pretty good women's leagues like semi-pro minor league Mm -hmm. women's leagues out there i think they need the tbl stamp on it to where they're fully organized like the the same things that make us different than the other alphabet leagues um is what the women's leagues need, but mm-hmm. I also so as an agent, like my bigger clients are WNBA players, so I'm I'm in the WNBA. Um, and there's a lot that the WNBA has to do too to make yeah. room for that because yeah. the WNBA has their own struggles, those women still aren't treated you know as mm-hmm. as great as they need to as pro players. So it's like if we're still if the biggest league is still having issues, mm-hmm. um then what are we going to do with the with the smart league the the great thing about us is there's two leagues above us that are astronomically better right the nba and the g league are leaps and bounds over us right Mm -hmm. financially um organizationally staff wise like their their attendance all that you know we compete with some some of our teams can compete with them but as a league as a whole you know they're they're leaps and bounds ahead of us so we have kind of a um we have kind of like a, a a benchmark right yep the women's game is still looking for that solid benchmark even though the WNBA has been around for forever
0: Oh, give him a second he'll freeze up and come back
2: up and come wrap back. it
0: up <laughs> 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 right at the very end Prescott it, it went out and hopefully it'll, it'll as you come back in again see De- it was your question your question knocked out the internet good going Dylan sorry apologize <laughs> <laughs> Ned all right, but what we'll have a, a a quick minute here it's, it's going to refresh it'll come back here in a second they're back. trying
1: to they're trying to they're trying to put us uh, put a bow on it if you will to the show.
0: That's where it is. That's exactly what it is. <laughs> but good. Prescott, you're back.
2: Yeah. Okay.
0: It's <laughs> right though. listen, I'll, but again, I'll time
1: you. I'm just kidding.
0: <laughs> <laughs> no, we listen. We thank you for, for your time. And and as I've been saying to everybody else, who's been on here, by all means, please come back. Therefore we can, we can know, you know, how the team is growing who do you guys have in place you know if whether the next move i would imagine will be a team president and and all the other fill-in spots so come back and let us right. know exactly what's going on especially when it comes down to the combine so uh, we know before the season starts where you guys are if there's any needs that are left that we can possibly share out there within the community and more importantly yeah. just see how you guys are ready to take off and, and by the way if you need a jump shooter i'm your guy because i i can do the jump shot i can jump and then my shot goes everywhere else so in case you need somebody just let me know but, yeah. if we had fuji
1: here i would have loved to have said fuji to to, to join the to try to try out for the coastal uh, georgia buccaneers i think that would have been entertaining
0: okay probably would have been but we, we yeah. always
2: need halftime entertainment so all amazing you You can do the
0: backflip. Yes, yes (laughs) Fuji would have been your guy that's for sure (laughs) He definitely (laughs) would have been your guy but listen prescott let everyone please know how they can you know whether it be in your website your social media let everybody know how they can make contact with you because again the combines are coming up and your trials are coming out so please let everybody know exactly how to get hold of you
2: yeah everything hopefully my internet doesn't go out because it's important everything is cg bucks um so c as in coastal g is in georgia bucks bucs so cgbucks.com all of our social, ma- social media is at cgbucks so uh please reach out i i actually run our social media um i'm always on our website so if you chat in 8 times out of 10 you're chatting with me um so reach out to us we um uh, we anything you guys need like whether it's players people that want to work people that want to be fans anything just reach out to us we you know we're, we're trying to build our market so we want to um be as accessible as possible
0: all right well, listen prescott thank you so much once again for coming on the show we do appreciate of course everybody can listen to the replay immediately after the show And please support the TBL team, support your local team, more importantly, because they need all the help they could possibly get, especially within the first season when you start off in a brand new market. But Dylan, thanks again for joining me tonight. And for my lovely producer over there in Studio B, I am signing off here from the LG Direct Sales Solutions Studios. We will see everyone next week. Enjoy your weekend and be safe.